You're listening to a Bored to Death Mando cast, talking Disney Plus's show, The Mandalorian, in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Mando cast, here for this season finale of season two. I am Jay Winger. Chris can't be with us right at this moment. He and I will be doing a separate uh, Mando cast just to wrap up season two. But please welcome back, Road. Road is back. And all I want to scream is, more. 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 I want it. I've been waiting all day to watch this. Um, it's, you know, I mean, I've been hearing some good things without seeing any spoilers. And of course, we're we're all we're both salivating for all the Star Wars news that got that got announced recently. I touched on it a bit with Chris yeah. a little while ago, but man, when they start to get going the right way, it just snowballs. Oh yeah, and boy, have we had a snowball unloaded on us this week. Yeah, I mean, with uh, you know. All the new Star Wars projects, Ahsoka, Bad Batch, uh, Rangers of the of the New Republic, you know uh, the 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 Acolytes, and all this other stuff. It's just oh, and apparently they're they're gonna be talking like video games. There's some talk that Project Thirteen Thirteen might 13 be coming back. Is coming back, uh, we will be getting a set. Actually, we will be getting some major stuff from the games. Uh, there's talk of even us getting, um, what was it, the, the, uh, what was the Jedi game before, Bef- before. this one, that was great. Um, oh, you're talking like the Jedi Knight series with Kyle Katarn? Oh no, not Kyle Katarn, but they are talking about, they're thinking of ways to get that going. But, um, I mean, if they bring Kyle Katarn into, into you know, if they recanonize Kyle Katarn, I would be very, very happy. As always, my brain just goes into fizzle because I just like drooling over everything, but uh, Starkiller. Oh, yeah, Force Unleashed, yeah. yeah. They are actually talking about we will be getting either a new game or a actual if, series to it. A series would be awesome. Uh, if, they would want be to, if they want to essentially reboot Force Unleashed to make it fit with the new canon... I'd be happy with that, that too, well, because it's essentially it's essentially Legends canon now, right. uh, and because well, Force Unleashed two basically took it straight into non-canon territory with the ending. Yeah, well, we can we can skip the we can skip part two, but mm. part one part one part one was sort of it, it, malleable into ma- malleable a bit, yeah. Um, with a little bit of tweaking here and there, but I would absolutely, if they wanted to make a new Force Unleashed game, even if it's just like a reboot or a remaster of Force Un- the original Force Unleashed with new game, new physics engines on like next gen consoles, that would be perfect. Exactly, that would be because I loved playing Force the first Force Unleashed because you just felt like so I super felt badass. Like Exactly. Kill, bringing a freaking Star Destroyer down out of orbit with the Force and crashing it onto, onto that planet was just so awesome. I mean, th- this is the stuff that you dream of being able to see from yes. your, your Jedi and Sith. Mostly your Sith. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I'm always imagining, you know what, if 
Yoda gets pushed this way, Yoda will drop a whole fleet on your head. If Yoda... Grogu's gonna do that to... (laughs) You saw him going ham on those stormtroopers. Grogu is just looking out for his father, okay? He took notes, and he now knows what needs to be done. Well, and let's not also... Let's not forget also, Grogu... Yeah, he had to have been there when 66 went down. Yes. And And he he had to have seen some of what... He was old enough to see and know exactly what's going on. And And I'm sorry, but... To see something like that happening has to mess with your head. Mm-hmm. Has to mess with your head, and then you spend the next several. And then after you, you know, the dark time that you don't really remember too well, uh, you suddenly find yourself in the company of this taciturn badass. Doesn't talk a whole lot, but isn't afraid to get physical with people. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna taint some of your some of your morals a bit. I don't see it being a bad take. No, yeah, mean, exactly. He's just being protective of what's his. But, yeah, there's just a whole lot going on, and we are both both so excited for this, ep- for this episode, Chapter 16, uh, which, from what I've seen online, is called The Rescue, which gives me some good hope. <laughs> but I want to see how Mando has to handles the Dark Troopers. This is going to be... Serious epic. I mean, mm. just knowing what the dark troopers are capable of doing. Well, we're I mean, we're basing that off of the old Dark Forces game, which was which is what what these things were taken from. We don't know what they're capable of in the in this canon, but right. it's still gonna be still gonna be awesome. In, I mean, <clears throat> just the fact that they're there, you know, they're badasses. Here's what I'm, you know. Furthermore. Are we going to see Ahsoka? Are we going to see Bo-Katan and the other and the other Mandos show up? And while we're talking other Mandos, are we going to see the Children of the Watch return? I want to see the Armorer I, <laughs> go ham on somebody again. I just <laughs> again, you have so much there. You just can't figure out what what you're about to get. Which makes this even better. Oh, yeah. Because, again, this story has been so well put together and yeah. thought out and planned. And the, and the, writing, is, and and the writing is good enough that even if you're not a diehard Star Wars fan, they make sure you get enough context clues that the references that they drop still, you, yeah, you know enough to know, okay, that's a big a deal, whatever that is. Exactly. Everything. See, even even Vector over there, our, our pet robot, is is excited to watch this. <laughs> you probably can't hear him on the on the on the microphone, but uh, yeah. So we could talk for we could talk for a long time about this, but let's let's not mess around anymore. Let's, let's get let's get, get, get back to, to what yes, what we've been waiting for exactly. All day. So uh, we're gonna watch the episode now. We'll be back after the binge. Hey, while we're watching this episode, you should go ahead and toss us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast tribe, including Jay Bunny's Music Hub, the 
Race Nerd Podcast. Real paranormal talk, ranking tracks, motivational moves, girls who like, and the nerd table. Imperial credits may not be worth much, but remember to support CKCC Radio on Patreon. I have spoken. And we're back. Oh my god. Oh, that was... I don't know entirely what I was expecting, but that was... That was beyond Oh, that was beyond expectations. So, we just start with the Slave One uh, overtaking an Imperial shuttle, which had uh, Dr. Pershing on it, <clears throat> just so they could get more intel about the ship, uh, about Gideon's light cruiser. And let's take a moment here. Yeah. Let us take a very serious moment at this point. Number one, if you're an imp, you don't talk about Alderaan. Yeah. Do not talk about Alderaan in front of someone from Alderaan. Yeah. Of the two pilots on the on the Ooh. ship, one of them was clearly like X was like ISB or something. Because yeah. as soon as Mando and and Kara and uh and uh, Boba walked onto the sh- to the shuttle. One of the pilots grabbed Doctor Pershing and put a gun to his head, <laughs> and <clears throat> basically just pointed out that it's like the New Republic uh, would want would want him alive, you know, f- so you can claim a bounty on him. And then, you know, when the other pilot's like, "I'm not with him," <laughs> tried to do the smart thing. That pilot just I shot him. The other pilot just shot pilot him. That's you know, you know why the Empire sucks to work for. Yeah, and no job security. Nope, and, and you have to hope that uh, you live your job. Yeah, and he then starts mouthing off at Cara Dune, basically saying it's like, you know, he said that he like he was there when he was on the, Death, was on the Death Star, and he's and like, you know how many millions of people died on those one. things? <laughs> yeah, and well, and he's like, you know how many millions of people died on those things, and. And he said, like, the, deaths of, the death of your planet was a small price to pay to bring order to the galaxy. And so Karen naturally shot him in the face. Mistake. Yeah, it's oh, like... so mistake. Yeah, yeah that, that was just dumb. It was just dumb. Uh, but then it's like they, got, they needed some backup if they wanted to take the light cruiser. And backup was in the form... <clears throat> well, let's talk about where they found that backup. Because... <laughs> We we it, well, it's not clear what planet they went to, but it looked like Lothal. It looks exactly like Lothal. It, 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 to the point to the point where we were like, oh my god, are we about to see the Ghost Crew? <laughs> no, we didn't. But we got Bo-Katan and uh, and Sasha Banks again. I can't remember Sasha Banks's character's name. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Casca, uh, I think it was. Yeah, but uh, but Sasha Banks. You <laughs> know. They they. Uh, yeah. They only agreed to come because number one, the dark saber. Mm-hmm. That's it's all like, that It's like, uh, uh, well, and when they heard, they heard Boba Fett's voice, they were both immediately like hostile to him because it's just like, you know, you're not a true Mandalorian. It's like my, this armor belonged to my father, and Bo-Katan's like, don't you mean your donor? And I was like, that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> but um, he. Uh, they got 
they got her in by basically saying we ha- we you know we know where Gideon is. We have his coordinates, and all that she cared about cares about, of course, is the dark saber. <clears throat> Because, you know, with it, they'll be able to take take Mandalore back. Although Boba's like, Mandalore got turned to glass. And I'm that's something I haven't heard outside of a freaking Halo game. <laughs> well, actually, that is in, um, um, it's in a lot of the books. Hmm. They literally... Okay, first just, time in the new canon, then. Yeah, they just, they, they blast the living daylights out of that planet. Well, that's so. what the Covenant does to planets that they glass, but yeah... Um, wow. Which tells you a lot about what probably happened to Mandalore. Ooh, good lord! Um, but I can see, I can actually see that happening as more of a yeah. We need to do this because God help us if they get together, we can't. Take well, them. and we we talked about this um, when when we they in the recap when they showed uh, Mando giving his giving his warning to Moff Gideon. Uh, it's like, and the the expression on Gideon's face was like part fury, how dare this somebody defy me, and part, oh shit, it's a Mandalorian, and a Mandalorian who has purpose. Because <laughs> he was at Mandalore during the Purge. He knows what they can actually do. Yep. They are when, when, highly motivated. Yes. God help you if the Mandalorians m- mobilize against you because they will not stop until you are dead. Or at the very least, until your will to resist has been utterly crushed. <laughs> very much like the very much like the Empire in that respect. Yep. Trust me. You do not want to be in the in a Mando's way when they have motivation to put you down. Uh so that would probably be why they glassed Mandalore. It's just sort of like, you know, we're we did this to your home world. Imagine what we'll do we'll, what we'll do to any other world that you that you your people call home. Which explains why they won't let you know where they are. Mm-hmm. Which is why they, they yeah. travel and they God help you if more than one gets together and they find a purpose to do something. Mm-hmm. It does not end well for you. No, sir. And so they make a plan to storm the, to storm the ship. Uh, they, you, they still have the Imperial shuttle, so they use that as a de- as a Trojan horse, basically. Yeah, have Boba <clears throat> slave one. Act like uh, they're chasing an Imperial shuttle, which still has the, uh, still has the right coordinates, or not coordinates, all, uh, all access right, codes and stuff. Access codes, get on. And, and they're broadcasting while Boba's shooting. And then and, Boba breaks away. You know, it's like, oh shit, there's TIE fighters and they're too close. I'm going to stay away from those deck guns. Bye. He, he, he went off with, and uh, he went off on his own. Um, and they did some nice, serious high speed piloting into the bay. Mm-hmm. And they crash. And, and then they work. storm, they storm the ship and they start mobilizing the dark troopers, an entire platoon of dark troopers. <laughs> And Mando's job is to basically get there and, like, use Dr. Pershing's, like, code stick to, uh, to, like, shut them down or lock them in. But they were already mobilized. And one of them makes it through the door before he can get them, before he can stop it. And that one, (laughs) that one dark trooper, good lord. Very lopsided. Yes. Wow, was it It no-sold, 
everything he did to it. He tried shooting it. Its armor was uh, resistant to it. Uh, and then it grabbed him, threw him into the wall, and started hammer-punching his head into the wall. Now, the only reason he survived is because he had a freaking Beskar helmet. Otherwise, he's dead after that first punch. I'm now, sorry. I'm sh- he was probably concussed after that. Because the armor might hold, but your head is still bouncing around inside of that thing. Unless it's like vibranium, in which and and it, and it and it reduces and it reduces. All I have, all I have to say is, I'm pretty sure that Mandalorians have designed something into their helmet. Concussions are not a factor. Or maybe it's just part of their physi- physiology. They're resist. Yeah. They're more resistant yeah. to concussions. I mean, he was still. He was still consciously fighting. Mm-hmm. He was. He tried. He tried to use his flamethrower on its uh, on its joints, used, and it just pissed it off. Last shots of the uh, his uh, the twittering birds, which staggered it, but it was still coming. Yeah. Then out came the Beskar spear, and he finally took its head off. And meanwhile, while this is all going on. The others that are trapped in their deployment in the cold storage facility are literally, are, are literally trying to work in the, on punching the their way through the door. So Mando, after he's taken out the one that he was fighting, uh, just vents them out the airlock. <laughs> and we're all laughing. It's like, yeah, that's great. Meanwhile, the rest of the the rest of their little boarding party are they massacring have, their they way have through. Massacred the ship. Literally, they massacred. They stormed the, the bridge. Entire ship. And have stormed the bridge. They kill everybody and on the bridge, but Gideon's Gideon not. Is not there. Gideon is in the brig with Baby Yoda. And, and he's holding a, the Darksaber right above his head. Just sort of like, go on, try it. When Mando gets there. And then he explains his, his purpose. He was only after the, blood. the baby's blood. He's got what he wants. Take the baby. Just he, and, he, and leave my ship. Leave my ship and go. And we'll never meet again. But, you know... But this is an Imperial and an XISB. (laughs) They do not play nice. They do not play fair. Again, you're talking about people who come from Thrawn's group. Thrawn does not believe in losing. Thrawn does not believe in playing fair. We saw that in Rebels. There's no such thing as fair. There's only win. Yes. And I must win. And let's face it, Thrawn usually does. Yeah, the only reason does. he doesn't, the only reason he lost at the end of Rebels is because he didn't see uh, see Ezra's gambit coming with uh, bringing in the space whales or whatever they were. I forget what they were called. Yeah, I mean that was a that was a and that was a hail mary as it was a hail mary from full of grace. Um, and, but, but still, yeah. Uh, but then no. you know, so Gideon. Turns on him with the dark saber, and of course he's wearing Beskar armor, so it holds up. Yeah. And then we got dark saber versus Beskar spear, exactly like was predicted as soon as Mando was given the spear. And sure enough, win. Yes, it was a real good fight, but Mando won because this is what he does. And we finally get a great loving scene as we see. Mando and Baby Yoda together finally. Yeah. Walking good old fashioned style of buddy buddy cop. Yep. I mean everything. They, he brought, they brought Lone Wolf and Cub. <laughs> yes, Lone Wolf and Cub. There you I've go. seen the comparison. I've is. seen the comparison uh, between Mando and Baby Yoda. And, and, and they're 
victorious, and they're ta- and they're just taking him up there to the bridge, and they're saying, "We did it. Mm-hmm. We have won." But Bo-Katan's look focused on the dark saber, and this and is when Gideon gets smug. Yeah, Gideon <laughs> knows exactly what she was after. And he furthermore, after. he knows Mandal- the Mandalorian creed. He knows the he knows he the knows way. Their way. And their way is quite simple. You, you keep what you win. kill. Exactly. <clears throat> and I, it's amazing that no one thought of that other than him. Well, well Bo-Katan like, was Bo-Katan thinking it, but she it. went to the bridge she expecting out, that Gideon yeah, would be there. To be there and her to win. Instead, it's... It's Mando. It's, it's Din Djarin, you know, he, he, strolling in with it. And... He, as he's just immediately like tries to hand it off to her, just like, I don't want it. The only, pr- the only, to... I'm here for the kid. That's it. And, and of she's, she's like, no, I can't I take, take it. it. I have to win this. And Gideon is just sitting back, expecting the two of them to come to blows. And then the, the d- left hook comes. Uh, they we... suddenly get notice notice that there are things moving in moving into the ship and you and I looked at each other we're like oh my god the dark troopers have rockets in their in their feet yeah. <laughs> and they're robots they they're don't need no to breathe humans inside the dark arbors anymore Oops. we both we, we both completely forgot and it was as the soon the whole platoon came back minus well one. minus one <laughs> And, yeah, and Gideon and Gideon that rid of that one. and Gideon was sitting back with a smug look on his face. It was like you could barely stand up to one. What can you do against a platoon? And I mean, these guys they lock down the bridge, and they're and they're ready to they're ready to start shooting. They're go, they're ready to go down in a blaze of absolute glory. And and, and he's and taunting he's taunting Mando and Baby Yoda, just sort of like you have such a fire team. To protect you, but you know when the, yeah, when I they mean, get through that door, the only things that are going to be left alive in this bridge are me and the baby and the and, kid. I mean, and you only have two of these things steady punching the door, and they are they, they are, are coming that door. And then the cavalry arrives. The cavalry out of nowhere suddenly. X wing, and you know, and and and, yeah, and even Cara Dune's like one X wing, great. And I'm just like, oh, cool. So the New Republic's here. It's Car. I'm thinking it's Carson, you know. And then suddenly, and then suddenly, you know, because it's not responding to the to the hails. I'm like, we're both like, oh, oh my god, (laughs) one X wing. X-Wing. Who else do we know and that could have... Res- by himself. And who else do we know that has an X-Wing that could possibly have responded to a child's cries for help through the Force? Then we we got all, Luke. Then we saw the green lightsaber and all was, was right well. with the world. Oh my Luke Skywalker God. versus Dark Troopers and it was a curb stomp battle. <laughs> wow. The last one where he just said force crush. Yeah, the last the last oh, dark trooper, wow. he literally just put the lightsaber down and just force crushed it like a tin can. 
It was, oh my god. And everyone on the bridge is just standing there like, It's like, uh, it's a Jedi. <laughs> hold up, that's a Jedi. I, I don't want to open this door. Yeah. But, you know, Mando opens the door because he realizes he's here. He's here, here, he, he's, he, he's here for the kid. And, All right, I did my job. Yeah. And so they open the door. In walks Luke Skywalker, lowers the hood, and it's young it's Mark Hamill. Right from... Movie. Now this was now I, this was clearly like the CG effect that they did for like Grand Moff Tarkin and Carrie Fisher, but it was good you, enough. It was good enough. You couldn't tell. But literally, if you never saw the, first, the the original trilogy, you would think, okay, there's Luke. Hey, that's pretty cool. That's Luke. All and right. it was Mark Hamill doing the voice too. Yeah, and it was like <clears> there was nothing there to let you know that this is CG. Yeah, that. Is quality work, and then we had the nice, silent, quiet, tender moments as you know, as Mando goes to take Baby Yoda to to Luke, and Baby Yoda doesn't want. He's like he, you know, he he's, doesn't, he he doesn't want to go, and Luke says he wants your permission, and, and I'm like, oh. I'm not <laughs> But then, you know, as, as he as Mando picks up Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda reaches up and sort of touches his helmet with the claw, and Mando takes his helmet off. For the first time. No, second baby. time this season. Well. <clears throat> first time for the baby, baby could see it. Yeah. And that's when it hit me. It's like, let me look on you with my, with my own eyes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Another there's so many parallels. Oh. And then as, you know, he... You know, he passes Baby Yoda over to, to Luke, well, sets him down, and R2 wheels R2 in. And I'm just like, that's, that's when it hit me, because Grogu was at, the, was at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. He would have seen R2, who is Anakin Skywalker's droid. And, and of course, R2 would have recognized him as, a, as one of Yoda's species, because, you know, R2 was there on Dagobah. And... You know, and Luke picks up Baby Yoda to, you know, and starts to take him away as, as Mando sort of like, is like clearly holding back some tears, <laughs> you know, to, as as they as they go to leave, and I'm just like the parallels, you know, Yoda trained Luke, and now Luke is going to train Grogu, and the cycle just continues. and the cycle continues, and the the episode proper ended with the the. Turbo lift or whatever it's called, closing, you know, roll credits, and then, then we get the, the and then we get the stinger at the end. We go back to Tatooine, back to Jabba's, to palace. Jabba's palace, and what was that guy's name? The the oh major domo, you know the no cha, you know the yeah. Yeah, it, basically his right hand band yeah has taken over Jabba's. Palace. He's running things. He's become a literal fat cat. He is. Boy, has he become a fat oh, cat. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. And he's a <laughs> kicker. That was the exact same dancer. Was it? Yeah. No, wait. No, 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 no. Because the dancer in Return of the Jedi got fed to the, got fed to the thing in the pit. Right. But that was still her. Just oh, same actress. Same okay. Actress. Okay. Doing um, the same thing. And I mean, wow, she still looks 
I've heard like, that. I've heard that. She, I've heard that she does look freaking amazing. But you know, so what? So Jabba, you know, so, wa- Jabba wannabe uh, is 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 sitting. Sudden, wannabe wannabe the hut is sitting is, is sitting in the throne. <laughs> No, no, pizza the hut. Pizza, yeah, yeah. He's been eating too many of those pizza rolls. And all of a sudden, you just hear this one lone shot ring out, and somebody comes falling down the stairs. So again, this just seems to happen a little bit too much there. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then Fennec Shan walks down, kills every single guard in the in the room, shoots the chain to free the slave girl, and she takes off. And then Boba. Boba comes strolling in. And 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 and, 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 and wanna be and, and wanna be is sitting there. It's like Boba, I I thought you were dead, <laughs> or I heard you were dead. Oh, that's so great to see you, Boba. And then Boba shoots him straight in the face, no chucks words. him off the throne, and sits on it and is like, you know what time it is now. <laughs> he just sits back. It's like you and, keep and remember, you keep what you kill. And. And then it says, "Then it says the book of Boba Fett." Yes, December twenty twenty one. Yes. Oh, my body is ready now. (laughs) And you know, we—I had been hoping that we would get like a Thrawn stinger because while we were waiting for the credits to finish so we could get to the stinger, we were talking about Thrawn and how. we kind of hope that he'll be like the the Thanos of all the Star Wars series well, that they're. He, he, he is going to be, mm-hmm. and everything's going to feed into it. And I'm like, this. And then, is the but way. but then, what you do is you you introduce him or you you drop the hints and the breadcrumbs and stuff for it through Ahsoka and maybe the Bad Batch, the Acolyte, all these other Star Wars yeah, series just, that you're that you're working on. And then you do a new sequel trilogy with and, Thrawn as the bad guy. And I can see this. It, it's not going to go well for our heroes because, mm. again, this is Thrawn. Mm-hmm. You, you're, the only way you beat him is at the very last second of... Time. You know how it's often said, so-and-so's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers? Mm-mm. Everybody else is playing chess. He's playing fifth dimensional chess. He is a hundred moves ahead of you. I mean, for somebody who has literally, he can look at a situation and knows every single angle of how it can play out. Mm-hmm. This is the most dangerous person you could run into. Mm-hmm. And because he knows what you're going to do. And he, he knows what you're thinking about. And he doing. knows how to use every resource at his disposal to the best of, of its use. And there, there's no such thing as a non-expendable person around him. To get the job done, everyone yeah. can be he's not, he's not notorious for killing uh, underlings that have failed him like so many other Imperial officers. No. Unless you, have, unless you have screwed up too many times for him... Then maybe he'll cut his losses, but otherwise. Right. But he will. He will save you for that one moment mm-hmm. when he needs something absolutely done, and no one's going to walk away. Guess what? <clears throat> you just volunteered. Mm-hmm. If you fail him, and you survive, well, you know you survive your failure. He'll be like, figure out what you did wrong, 
and see that it doesn't happen again. Well, that's the thing. He gives you a second he, chance. He, yeah, he does. But he also surrounds himself with people who know not to fail. That too. He and is very, very well calculated. And he doesn't really put up with toadyism either. You know, he, he doesn't want people that are going to suck up. He doesn't want people that suck up to him. You go ahead and criticize him. Because he wants to know. If you see something, see a weakness or a flaw somewhere in his plans, let him know. I, I'm trying to think of his right-hand man. And this guy. Hallion. Yeah. Literally. This this is the one person I've I think it was I think it was Pallion. I, th- I think it is Pallion. Walks up to his face and tells him, you're doing this shit wrong. You really need to use a little bit more tact. And Thrawn is like... You know, yeah. you have a good point. I'm I could have been more diplomatic. And I mean, again... And, and, this is, and that is how, in the Thrawn trilogy, he became such a huge threat to the New Republic. He knew Ex- all their weaknesses. All their strengths. He knew how to turn those strengths into a absolute weakness, mm-hmm. and and, and you get the impre- sure. and you get the impression that what he's doing right now with the Imperial Remnant in the time the Mandalorian takes place is he he's thinking to himself we could move and try to just go we ahead and uh, we, we we could like just go ahead and attack them, but it's but what we're going to do instead is we're going to sit back, gather our resources, bide our time. Let the New Republic eat itself. Right, because they're going to be stretched thin trying to support all these these planets that need aid. Mm-hmm. And all the planets that like need the aid. All the, uh, you and know, that's like, when you hit them. Mm-hmm. It's like, for all that the Empire was not exactly a nice place to live, they, they kept the, a lot of the rogue elements in check. Right. And, they and they now also, they're not there anymore. They also made sure the supply lines were open. They made the trains run on time, as it yeah. were. Yeah, and I mean, they protected those those supply lines. Mm-hmm. They kept the commerce going. It's why in the Rebels you see them hitting those supply lines, and it's kind of hard to hit those supply lines because... Mm-hmm. That's the, the Empire's just like, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, this has to get to this place. It's got to get to this place, or else. Mm-hmm. Which is why I really hope they take their time with building up Thrawn. Don't just throw throw them out there whenever season three rolls around. Because well, so far, from what is from what is being hinted at, we don't have to worry about seeing a movie for the new trilogy anytime soon. You got to so give it. You got to give it time to marinate, at, man. At least until twenty twenty three, will you start hearing about what's coming? And I that's when you that. just start doing pre production. Don't release it in 2023, because let's face it, the sequel trilogy left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. In the, individually, individually, the movies were okay. You know, Force Awakens was Force was, Awakens was was pretty was decent. Nice leaded, mm-hmm. I, I, Last Jedi had its flaws, but uh, I, I I liked it. I I recognized it wasn't you know wasn't what people were expecting. Yeah, it wasn't what you were thinking. But I thought the but, story choices that they made were were bold, and I was like, I'm interested in seeing where yeah, this is going. I was, I was and then they tried to walk it all back and with. Then the third one. Yeah, the third one I was, was like, third one. I had fun watching it, but even after, but as soon as it was done, I was like, that was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I mean, recognized that it was a mess. More people in there, you 
did give people that she had in the second one who were very interesting any kind of time. Right. In the third one, I'm like, uh... Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a mess. I had fun doing it, but it's like the fact that they didn't have like a real defined. This is what the character arcs are going to be, for the for your principal. You know, this is what the overarching story is going to be of the trilogy. But again, you see, you see the difference between a certain corporate bigwig's vision, mm-hmm. of if she even had one. If but, if they even had one, yeah, I'll walk that back. If yeah, they even yeah, had yeah. one, <laughs> corporate bigwig vision, and then a loyal and loving fans who has sat through it who, all, who had been waiting for how long for an, for another Star Wars movie? I mean, I mean, well, but, but part of the problem is Star Wars fans, even before the sequel trilogy uh, came out. Are very very difficult to please. Right. I don't. I understand them not necessarily wanting to please the entire fan base because that's never going to happen. But yeah, they're you try. You want to try and give them something comforting that they again something that they remember. Well, and and they went too. They went too much in that direction with Force with Force Awakens. Right. Everybody but, compared it as like hitting way too many of the same story beats. As a new hope, I at the time noticed that as well. But I was like, maybe this is just a case of the cyclical nature of history. You know, history repeating itself, sort of thing. But then, even you know, like like the 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 pattern repeats, sort of thing. Through legends and then into the extended universe, history actually does not totally repeat itself. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but. They'd also basically said all the legends continuity stuff. Right, they kicked out the door, and everyone was like, "Which was, which was, which was good because again, trying to adapt anything from that would have been way, way too complicated." Especially if you don't know anything about it. Exactly, that was the whole problem. You know nothing about it. Now we have someone who pretty much knows almost line by line that. And it's like, you know what? But John Favreau also is doing it the right way. He's like, I'm not necessarily going to, you know, do things word for word like they are in the books. I'm going to pull. I'm going to pull aspects. I'm going to pull Thrawn out because he's a great villain, and we need we needed a good villain. We we need a big villain that we can use now in the now. Mm -hmm. And and well, and here's another thing: if they are essentially going to declare the entire sequel trilogy non-canon yeah it's gone well we don't know that yet we've heard that they we've heard well until supposedly from wednesday it's been said that it the trilogy is null and void they're pulling characters okay cool but But here's what i think we're we're, what we're here's what i think we're going to get instead of snoke jerus kaboth that could actually work in a very good way it could also be Snoke. Could also be they're trying to they're trying to grow a new Palpatine, but they need, you know, blood with a high M count in, in order to do it. Right. Because you know, otherwise he won't be as, he won't be powerful enough. They have options, is what I'm saying, <laughs> and and, and, and they options. and they specify that Doctor Pershing is a clone technician, right, or or something like that. It's right. like he he is an expert on that sort of stuff. And again, there were attempts 
to clone the Emperor back. Mm-hmm. And that was immediately halted once Thrawn hit the, hit the sea because Thrawn was like, we don't need him. I don't need him. The Empire is bigger than one man. Right. And he shut it down. He shut it down rather hard. Mm-hmm. Well, but you, of, you sort of need to. Because <laughs> let, let's, let's face it, when it comes to Palpatine, there is no such thing as overkill. He is a guy that you want to make sure is deader than dead. <laughs> or yeah, he would. He made sure. I mean, mm-hmm. he took out the entire cloning planet. Camino? Yeah, he, blo- he blows Camino <laughs> Well, he, hey. He circled Camino with all of his Star Destroyers and said, fire. And glass, don't stop firing glass until the plan. I tell you. And I mean, literally, that's like my favorite. Uh, what issue was this? This, this was, was, in co- it was in the comics. Yeah, it? it was in the comics. Cool. And literally, that that comic book is actually considered one of the canon. Part of the part of the new canon. And I mean, okay. he literally just said, "Fire and don't stop firing until I tell you so," and sat down and had dinner. Because <laughs> he because he is a man of wealth and taste. And like, <laughs> he 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 is later, he, he is an author. There's he, shots actually getting down to the core, and one of the officers. He is an he is an said, officer and a gentleman. We are hitting the core now. Should we stop? Did I, I tell you? <laughs> Did I tell you to stop? No. So, yeah. Then keep firing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> While I enjoy the sushi or whatever he was, whatever he I was mean, eating. Yeah, he would. He would be a. He would be a nice seafood person. Probably eating some of those. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. Probably eating some of those blue prawns. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. enjoys the blue prawns before they get processed into spotchka. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn it was. Thrawn is a monster, but he is so civilized. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like this guy. You have to sit down, and you just want to hear what his plan is, even though that plan means he's going to literally wipe out your entire team. But to hear him describe it, it's like, wow. He's like, you're, 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 you and all your friends are dead already. You just don't know it yet. But I am going to finish dinner before I start. Uh, he, he is the sort of person. You may have this. You, you, know, you, know, you know the saying, it's like, you won't live to, to regret this. No, he makes sure you live exactly long enough to regret it. <laughs> and the moment you and the moment you, you the you finally you finally reach the, you finally reach that point then he kills you. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. And I can't wait. And again, the, the casting calls that have been going out for all the new stuff that is coming. There's certain names that have come out and one of the names that just sits there and I can actually see it only because of the recent trilogy of movies that were done. And they keep popping Keanu Reeves. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, you know what? That would be Thrawn. Oh my God, Keanu Reeves is Thrawn. I mean, cool, cool calculated. Oh, jeez. I mean, all you have to do is yes. just, just imagine, just look at his John Wick films. And how he was cool, calculated, and straightforward, and then put that with Thrawn, and suddenly Thrawn to 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 use some John Wick metaphors, Thrawn would be John Wick crossed with Winston. Yes, very much so. 
And crossed, I think, with a little bit of the the adjudicator. Yes. You know he he he's, he is de- he is de- he is deadly in in combat. He is also a a cool man of culture and class, and, and he is also cold blooded and ruthless. Tactical to a fault. And yeah, I'm like, you know, they don't want to say what they are, what they want him for or what they got him for. But, but if they, they were to cast him, for, him as Thrawn, they got him for films, and I'm just sitting there like. A ju- a, 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 yeah, Thrawn would be great. But let's be honest. If they were to make him a somehow make him a John Wick in the Star Wars the Star Wars setting, that would be cool. Also, or Kyle Katarn. He could be a Kyle. Oh yeah, he could be a Kyle Katarn too. You know, this is why. Okay. As, as I said, we, uh, you know, me and Chris are going to probably do another uh, do another uh, Mando casts after he has a ep- chance to watch the episode. I'm probably going to watch it again with him, and we'll do a rap cast for all of. Probably. Well, no, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and you said you're you're. I'm you, gonna uh, sit there and watch it over. So we're guys. so expect to you know we'll go ahead and wrap this up here because we could keep talking about this, but we should wait and get Chris in uh, in on this so yeah, we can get him, so we can get him to geek it. out for everything. <laughs> This is going to lose everything the second this starts up. Oh, God. The, I want to see his reaction when Luke's X-Wing flies up and when he realizes who it is. I already see his face and just the look of, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to have to make sure I have my phone ready so I can just film it <laughs> and film his reaction to, to, to it. Uh, but th- yeah, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and call this, uh, edition of the binge cast here or the, the Mando cast here. It's been a fantastic season. It's just been John Favreau. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Da- John Favreau, Dave Filoni. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you have done. You have given Star Wars fans hope again. Rebellions are built on hope. <laughs> hey! So, for Road, I am Jay, and we'll see you when, when the next Mandalorian season rolls around. This is the way. Thanks for listening to a Bored to Death Mando cast. Be sure to check out all the episodes of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus and give us a like and subscribe. This is the way.